Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash sorgatronmedia. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Hot Wheels, and I'm always leading your way, especially for the holidays. Don't forget, WMS. I'm there every Tuesday, 8 o'clock. And I have to say, happy holidays to Sword, Mad Mike, WrestleFan, and even DJ Lunchbox. And I miss the good old Doc Remedy, wherever you are. Merry Christmas. Mayhem Missy, please do not hurt me. Because we all have good times. And thanks to you. Merry Christmas, Mayhem Missy, and the rest of the Mayhemers. And here right now is Nexus Wonderland. Wade Barrett and John Cena, Heath Slater, Dave Otunga, Justin Gabriel and Husky Harris, don't forget McGillicuddy now. Here we are, we're the Nexus, we're on Raw, dominating. The belts will be ours for a really long time, walking in a Nexus wonderland. Randy Orton will be taken care of, and The Miz will not be awesome now. Then we'll come after the tag titles, we'll deport Santino and Kozlov. Later on, we'll go to SmackDown, and we will all take Kane down. We won't fear a spear or a 619, walking in a Nexus Wonderland. We can even beat The Undertaker. We can plant him six feet underground. Then we'll come to Raw and take out Sheamus. We'll knock the King of Kings right in his crown. Then in March, WrestleMania, the universe will not hate us. They'll cheer us all on with yellow ends on, walking in a Nexus Wonderland. Walking in a Nexus Wonderland. Wrestling Mayhem Show. Dot com. It's the best day of the week. Today is the day that you have chosen to listen to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. This is DJ Lunchbox putting it the fuck down for you. Let's fucking do this. Monday night, you know it must be raw Leaders being a whore and not wearing a bra Seen his damn belt still spinning around his waist I can shit better rhymes on what comes out of his face Tuesday night and it's EC Dub Michael Q. Knoxville joined the club If you think of the shit, scream out Boo boo, this ain't EC Dub And we can tell that too Wednesday night, ROH on DVD The best wrestling on the planet to the nth degree Joe Damon's delirious, Daniel City, Kimikaze Homicide, The Rock, Wild Zane, Cancer, Kobashi Thursday night, TNA on Spike Bruce is broken so that means I'm... 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. It's the Christmassy edition. Uh, here we it, it's it's cold enough to be the Christmas edition, and it's festive jolly, enough. Jolly mayhem. Holy jolly mayhem. We're halfway there with the graphics, right? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, again, hey, it's me, it's Sorgatron. With me, as always, as usual, as most of the time, except none of them were here last week. But there's our our panel for tonight, the Wrestle Fan, straight out yes. of straight out of uh, the Texas. Yes, well rested uh, after last week's amazing show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is cold and it is Christmassy, and it is even more better with the Wrestling Mayhem show live now for all you people to delight your he- ear holes with. <laughs> and, well, and we're like an I hour. I was really elaborate. I'm sorry. There you go. And we're like an hour and a half late, so the start time for you is like it usually is for us. Welcome to the East Coast, Wrestle Fan. <laughs> Yay! It's not, you know, polluted here. <laughs> and also joining us. <laughs> also joining us is Hot Wheels. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing great. I am Hot Wheels, and I'm leading a sleigh. <laughs> what does that mean? What do you think it means? Oh, come on, Chachi. It <laughs> sounds dirty. And uh, and then and then in the bottom right there, it's it's uh, dashing claws. Ho oh, ho ho! It's dashing Chris Kringle, Sorgatron. He he really is. He really is Mary dashing through Mayhem. the snow this week. We really don't have to worry about the lip sync this year or this this week for him. Um. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. Fantastic. And I don't think he's going to give me any more of an intro. And also on the couch Which is Chachi of, of ChachiSays.net. How you doing this week, man? I'm doing well. Thanks, Thanks for having me. You just came off the longest awesome cast we've ever done. done. I just came off the greatest awesome cast ever. That's right. Um, <laughs> I must say, it was awesome. There you go. There you go. Sorry, you guys. I you know, really rolled over, but... Uh, I don't, I don't know, know. We're, we're gonna, gonna play, play fast and loose here at Sorgatron Media in 2011. But it's Christmas. No, Screw we're, it. We're not. Playing, it's no. fast and loose. No. Loose and fast. No, we're we tightening. Don't. We're tightening the ship. Yeah, we're tightening. The okay, ship. we're working on that. We're gonna have a meeting about <laughs> the, the tightness of tight, the ship, folks. There you go. You know. <laughs> um, I got some, some hot coffee warming me on this cold night. Of course, you have ventured onto the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Uh, if you don't know why the hell we're here or anything like that, please go to WrestlingMayhemShow.com. It has a lot of posts, a lot of information, a lot of ways you can contact us, including our Twitter page where we get a lot of information of this show. Um, you can also, uh, uh, get a hold of us. Good times. Good times. Good times. Good times. At WrestlingMayhemShow.com, <laughs> or you can call us at 412-206-WMS0, that's 9670, um, on your phone, and leave us a voicemail. Uh, you don't know, you two could have your own podcast based off of those set the music, like Big Freaky does. <laughs> you know, actually, and, and by the way, if you get drunk this holiday season, please call the Mayhem show, crew quick and dial tell it. us what you get for Christmas. Quick dial it. And one way you can quick dial that, guys, is to download the Wrestling Mayhem Show Gold app on your iPhone. iPad is compatible, at least. And now on your Android device. Look it up as the Wrestling Show on the Android Marketplace, it seems. There it is right there. I got a big version to show off now because the iPad. Uh, all Quick access to all your shows. Um, and including bonus content we do not currently put on the internet anywhere else right there, uh, including a lot of fun stuff that I didn't even get to listen to yet uh, for gold this, this week. So, uh, oh, the gold, is, the gold is extra gold this week. There you go. Yes, there's, it is. Here's us eating cookies last week. There you go. 
close up. Um, but that gives you an idea. But there's a lot of fun stuff. There's a lot of dancing, a lot of copyright material we can't put on the other stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, you know how it is on the internet. Um, but other than that, um, and also, big announcement I want to throw out there right here at the top of the show. We have just announced over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, SorgatronMedia.com, the five-year anniversary of the Wrestling Mayhem Show party will be coming up five on... Five years of mayhem! <laughs> one, on, one, 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 equals right. five I mean, years of fucking awesome. That's right. Hey, we started on, I believe the date is January 12th in 2006, so we're having the party on Tuesday, 1-11-11. That's five ones. January 11th, we'll be down at the Sharp Edge Bistro on Penn Avenue, right here in downtown Pittsburgh, for everybody local, and and, and uh, Dashing Santa will be joining us from the Bronx here live. Uh, we're Everyone see- who comes there and addresses me as Dashing Mad Mike, We'll get a chance to chop me on the Mayhem Show. There you go. There you go. It's going to be crazy. We've gotten correspondence from some past guests, uh, some some other colleagues of ours in the community and everything. It's going to be a fantastic show. Sword. Uh, the Sharp Sword. Ed, but Yes. Did you see who RSVP'd? Uh, a lot of people RSVP'd. And a lot did, of people did, have, you, did you see that perhaps the greatest RSVP, <laughs> if this happens, it, it will automatically win the Mayhemmy for best show of the year okay juggalo jamie rsvp'd now i wonder about that because a lot of people are rsvp'ing that are not anywhere local so i'm wondering i think the rsvp because i as rsvp'd and i, will I, not I be know there. but <laughs> i but but juggalo jamie is just fucking crazy enough to show up that is true <laughs> this is this is not a lie this is not a lie so, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll, but go over there. Uh, we have a link to the Eventbrite, or if you're on our Facebook, it's there as well. But please, uh, if you're showing up physically in person, please, uh, RSVP on the Eventbrite. We do have a 50 person capacity, I believe, uh, at the room that we've booked. Uh, the people at the Sharp Edge Bistro down there are fan, have been fantastic to us in planning this thing. Uh, we're going to be opening with an, a live episode of the Awesome Cast. Uh, they have Wi Fi. Everything should be streamed if everything technical works out. Uh, and either way, it'll be a tremendous episode, uh, live episode. Uh, we, we did a live episode uh, of the Awesome Cast in front of the PodCamp Pittsburgh audience of about, I don't know, what was it, like 20, 20 people, 20, 30 people in there? Something like that. You were you were there. Where at the PodCamp Pittsburgh Awesome Cast? Oh yeah, there's about yeah twenty to thirty people in the yeah, room. Yeah, we had a pretty good crowd. So, so so you know what's gonna happen with the Wrestling Mayhem show crowd? You know, so I'm very excited about that. A lot of lot of stuff coming up in 2011 that uh you know we'll be talking about here as it's we go. It's gonna be a big year. It's gonna be a big year for for. Mad Mike's gonna get drunk and sing. <laughs> <laughs> That's epic. It's a guarantee. If, if guarantee, that doesn't folks. tell you how big of a year it's gonna be, yes. I don't know what does. Exactly. 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 Uh, so let's get right into it. I know we got a good bit of fan mail for the holidays. And thank you, Mad Mike, for the, uh, the Christmas greetings. We actually have a few, uh, tunes that he's going to submit here, uh, throughout the evening. Uh, so great. I should just release an album, Sorg. Oh, uh, we've been talking <laughs> about that since the first year we did, did one. Um, so what is happening in the fan mail? I have no mail. What the hell? Uh, I will. I'll take the first one if. Uh, sure thing. Since I have it up. The email. The uh, email. What, what, the email. The the, <laughs> the email. To the WMS Nation, if there was some things I learned in 2010 on why WWE did so well, 
Then I compiled a list of seven things I learned from the WWE Universe this year. Number seven, dashing Cody road tips. How come a guy from Legacy spends 20 minutes in the bathroom before a match? <laughs> it's his tips on how to stay fresh and keep fresh as a man. Why is he looking like a good guy, but he's a bad guy? Good, good, very dashing. good point. Mm, uh, he's dashing, but point. he knows none of you can be. Except for me. Very true. Uh, number six, Daniel Bryan's theme. At first, it was a good theme, but they switched to classical for the time being. Come on, Ric Flair had it, Sarah Del Rey had it, but Daniel Bryan has it? How come WWE used classical in the very first place for this ROH alum? Yeah, it's never really been explained. No, not, not completely, but still, still, still great stuff. Uh, number five, the all-diva season of NXT. I wanted AJ Lee to win, but it was Caitlyn that won the whole thing. Why? Why? Other than that, it was pure entertainment. The fans wanted, and all they got was decent challenges. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, um, I believe fan voting and the fact that Caitlyn had an actual storyline for the show. That's true. That's true. Usually hey, the one I, the storylines win. Yeah, well, it was my opinion that Caitlyn got cheap heat, but whatever. Or cheap, uh, cheap pops. But that's, yeah. but hey, that's just for I, I digress. Uh, number four, Caval, the little ego that could. When he won season two of NXT, he wanted to be the new WWE champion, but when he came to SmackDown, he became a punching bag despite being under 200 pounds. Can this man gain weight to go Intercontinental or World Heavyweight next year, or will it be FCW or TNA for him? Uh, number three, I think it all counts. The over the limit. Oh, sorry, I think it all counts of the, the pairing, like for him. You know, obviously they're not going to yeah. throw him against John Cena anytime soon. I think there needs to be a lot of work with him to make him look like a threat and look as devastating as he has on the indie scenes that wow. we've all seen in person. You know, I mean, it just, right. it's, it, that's just, there's, a, there's an air about him that's not being translated to the television, at least the way WWE does things. And I really think, uh, he, I think he needs to be a, a heel, but they have too many heels on SmackDown. Almost, yeah. I mean, that's, that seems to be the way. I mean, I like to see Rottweilers were heels, right? When he was even, with the even, even though, uh, well, even though they're making Drew McIntyre a face for some reason. Are they? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. The, yeah it was on SmackDown. Uh, Kelly Kelly was doing her makeup, and Drew comes up, and he's like, oh, you did well during the Slammies. And she's like, why are you being so nice? And he's like, I'm not the same guy I am in the ring. Whatever. Oh, wow. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> moving on. Three. Yeah, that was the most over the limit. awkward fourth segment I've ever seen on SmackDown. <laughs> over, over the limit pay-per-view. The hospital really worked overtime for most wrestlers that got injured in the event, and there were a few blood stoppages. The pay-per-view scene hasn't been that way since then, but Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, and WrestleMania will change next year. Oh, yeah? Number two, Santinov being <laughs> tag team champions. You can go back to WCW and have a team of PN News and Big Josh wow. for a scaffold match at the 1991 Great American Bash, but Santinov as being tag team champions? Come on. How come a team with comedy can actually wrestle to win the belts? Hopefully it won't be long for next year. On that, I disagree. I am loving Santinov. I, yeah, I know. You responded to my yeah, tweet. I, I agree. I like it. I, I, I caught the first half of TNA today at lunch, and uh, and uh, I saw the return return maybe i haven't been watching of uh of eric young and uh orlando jordan i say i want to see those two against uh kozlov and santino eh, and yeah, I kinda, cool. you need those comedy teams you yeah need, yeah you know. i mean i don't think i don't think i agree with santino and kozlov being champions i really think they could do something better with that but that's where wwe is but still that's hilarious
Yes, and it's a storyline. And where the hell did that belt come from? Um, so, <laughs> so, and you know where that came from? Sorg. They pulled that off of the dead company. <laughs> <laughs> and the number one reason, uh, the number one reason I learned is Michael, Michael Cole. Cole. Yes, the guy with an annoying commentary resume has the glasses when he addresses the public like a political speech and says something funny when he was in NXT. Perhaps I should download my Michael Cole bingo cards right now. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> you gotta drink every time you said the vintage. <laughs> I gotta go, fam. No, have you'll, you'll have alcohol poisoning before the end of Raw Wrestle, fam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta go, fans. Have a happy C Nation 2010 and a Nexus Free 2011. Pierre K, aka Mr. <laughs> Techwood Drive. Oh man, that's great. Um, let's see. Funny story. Funny story. Um, Magus and I were actually over at a uh, fellow logger's house watching the pay per view, mm-hmm. and we were calling lines of Michael Cole's commentary. It's so predictable. <laughs> well, you know, I mean. Like, just, like, right as he was saying them. <laughs> He's just so predictable. Oh, yeah, they've been, they've really been around it for was, so long. It was pretty funny. And with, the, with, the, uh, with the addition of CM Punk making fun of his lines, yeah. I, was watching, like, re- I was watching recaps of CM Punk since he's been a commentator. And on the epi- it was an episode of NXT, and uh, Punk goes, Vintage Maxine! And Josh Matthews goes, She's a rookie. She's had like one match. She's like, it's still vintage. <laughs> Fantastic. You know, we've been getting these really interesting. I, I don't know what to make of these emails. These I have something in the say headlined emails. And I'll be one line like this. This, this fellow uh, Marvin says, I want to see John Cena in the whole raw roster against Nexus at WrestleMania. I think we're past that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. that I think I that think was I, your. I think. I think WrestleMania is shaping up pretty well right now, mm-hmm. where we kind of know what's going to happen going into it. Do we? Do we? I, I think I know a little bit. Okay. Oh, well, we'll, we'll, get... well, obviously from last night, I think it's going to be CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, people say it's going to be Taker and Kane mm-hmm. when it comes to WrestleMania. I personally think it's going to be Taker and Barrett. Okay. After the whole stuff that happened at Bragging Rights. Okay. Okay. Um, and then you can throw in maybe Edge and Kane again. Mm-hmm. Um, usually those are like throwaway matches that no one really cares about. But, you know, I think it's it's still, you know, shaping up to be a really good uh, WrestleMania. There's a lot of potential there. And plus, with all the new talent that, that's uh, really stepped up, I mean, it can really push to be a different WrestleMania than we usually see. So, I'm going to go out I on a win. Within- and I'm just saying we're going to see Edge and Christian for the world title at Mania. That'd be tremendous. Possibly. That'd be tremendous. There's lots going to change in the next uh, three months if that's going to happen. Yeah. Though. All I know is that with the new talent coming in, the Money in the Bank match is going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All so, right. I don't want- think there's going to be a Money in the Bank match at Mania. I don't know why you guys keep thinking that. I, well, I heard they're getting rid of the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. Oh. So. Really? I. That, that's not what I've heard. I I was that they didn't it, it wasn't that good enough in Byron, so they're gonna well a lot of you know, people a, a lot but, of, you know that's your thing no one no one truly knows well I think for the most part the buy rates have been going down across the board so and this is the first year for these concepts so this might not be enough for them to make a decision already you know uh, so yeah, I mean, you know we'll what? see money like, in the bank concept is a good one especially yeah. one for each brand. And I thought TLC yeah. did really good too and we'll talk about the we'll talk about those in the discussion later so. Um, 
One last email here from the Riz. WMS! Well, the holidays are upon us, and honestly, I don't know how to close it out another year of mayhem without another awesomely awesome email from, well, me. This year, we had all, we all had good times, bad times, and times in the middle. We laughed, cried, and a whole bunch of sh- shit that made up us go, what the fuck? Mainly, we have Jimmy, De- Jimmy DeMarco and Puppet to thank for that. Puppet. Uh, the, the residents of Mayhem has gone through the changes as well, from the vibrant green screen to, oh shit, uh, to the set that we have now. Even though Sorgatron can't see the guests well, no, we changed that. Chachi's right. With the, we moved the monitor here. I can see Chachi. Chachi, Chachi, yeah. Chachi have perfect eye contact. Right, right. I know. There's a clean path. I can see. I can throw something straight at Chachi. See, there you go. And it can come back. Right back to me. There you go. Right there. Because it would have bounced off a monitor if I tried to do that before. Like it will this way. I got hit with sting. You got hit with sting. There's last. Um, it didn't actually go to me. Okay, there we go. This is me. And I'm Mike. Hello. There we go. Back to the email. Sting's going to stay right there. Uh, different, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> different camera angles and couches alike show that the Mayhem show is getting better and better. It's purple. Uh, the only downside <laughs> is numerous acts of disconnect the whole... Oh. What? Uh, the only downside is the numerous acts of disconnect the whole Mayhem show from Sword to Hot Wheels had with Skype, but that's only a minor detail and awesomeness that is the Wrestling Mayhem show. You know, more professional shows not to say we're not professional outright, um, have as much problems sometimes with Skype as we do. You know, people that yeah, are actually, yeah. like, making companies of this fully uh, have had... It's it's Skype. And uh, we are looking into some other alternatives um, that might be more reliable. Um, so, and if you know anything that's reliable that's like a Skype alternative that can do what we're doing here, please let us know. And we, we're, we're experimenting with technology all the time and trying to improve. Yes, so, yes we so are. So we're definitely... definitely. Definitely. Um, last show of the year. So I guess I'll end it with this. Until next year, the Riz. Happy holidays. So there you go. Um, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, that's all we have for the fan mail. So um, on that note, I don't think I have voicemails we can put out there this week. We had some stuff from Big Freaky. I don't know what it is. Somebody I've never heard of before gave us results. Of the first half of the AIW show, and that's it. I heard there might have been. I heard speculation there might have been a confrontation at the AIW show with somebody that might Possibly. be might be freaky Maybe. and or big. I've heard speculation from uh, former guests on the show. I will not speculate any further. I only report the news. <laughs> Moving on. I think we need to go. Actually, we we report all sorts of non-news. Yeah, we just kind of make up the news sometimes, to be quite honest. Um, Chachi, do you have any news you'd like to make up at this point? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be a referee for uh, signing with TNA. Signing with TNA, referee. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Chachi, well, well, actually, no, no, no. Chachi will probably be a better referee than the crappy refs that they have there now. So. <laughs> there you go. They, Chachi, they, they didn't go Chachi. to a referee school. They didn't go to referee school, and they listen, don't understand listen, uh, Russell how fan. they divert their attention when shut your mouth. And the shut your mouth. Is being done. Shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth. mouth. Watch. I, I can do, do this. That's all you need to do. Ring the bell. Do me a favor, though. What's up? When you ref matches, please don't wear shorts. That's fine. I don't like. Well, I, I'll wear. I'll wear the standard. I will wear the standard uh, referee uniform. Stripes, black, black pants, black, black shoes, black hat, Cadillac. 
bow tie? Uh, yeah, I'll wear a bow tie. If it makes you happy, I'll wear a bow tie. Yeah, old school. Oh, and also, uh, Flip Velvet's got my number. Alright. Deal. I mean, she has it once already, but she says she lost it. Yeah. Flip it every time. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, so, like I said, it's a Christmas episode. If you can't tell by how Mad Mike is looking, if you're on the video version, uh, I think we I have no idea what you're talking about, Sork. I think we should roll it into somebody over- overnight. Uh, yeah, overnight. for the holiday, you know, a it's holiday a, lantern, it's, Sork. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Let's toss it to another awesome Christmas Carol, Mayhem style. Tremendous! I gotta say, what you lack? Good for you, Mike. You made no comments about his drug history. Mad Mike, what you <laughs> lack in melody, you make up for in creativity. That is a compliment. I, I almost wanted to do deck the Hardy's meth. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost going to do a whole uh, song just dedicated to the Hardy Tremendous. Boys, but I didn't want to put them over that. Ladies much. and gentlemen, <laughs> that is a, that is why that's this is how how fans become part of the show is 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 stuff like this. It's a tremendous tremendous. Yep. Deck the halls with too much calories. Well, let's get right into it. A wrestle fan, <laughs> what is up in the indie scene these days, sir? I understand. Oh. Now, Go go for it. Oh, no, go ahead. I, I had an intro, but I didn't want to feed you something you may not have info for. Well, uh, it's it's a big, uh, it's always a big time of year for the indie world around this time. You know, the you not know Pittsburgh. the year is coming to an end. You know, shows are wrapping up their final shows of the year, or companies are wrapping up their final shows of the year, and uh, there's no bigger show uh, in the indie scene, in my opinion. Uh, then Ring of Honor's annual event, Final Battle 2010. It was this, uh, this Saturday in New York City. It was streaming live on Go Fight Live. Um, I'll just go to run down the card real quickly. Um, the Illinois Express of Kenny King and Rhett Titus picked up the win over Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly in a really great match. Uh, these, uh, young athletes did an awesome job in the opener. Um, Colt Cabana, uh, picking up the win against TJ Perkins in another great match. Um, Sarah Del Rey and uh, Serena D beating uh, Amazing Kong and Daisy A's uh, in a Women of Honor match, which was very good. Um, Eddie Edwards uh, defeating uh, former TNA talent Sanjay Dutt in a really great match. Um, then, uh, for those that were watching on Go Fight Live, the announcement was made um, during an interview with Jim Cornette that um, former WWE Tag Team Champions um, Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin are now permanent members of the Ring of Honor roster. So uh, that's a, definitely a great pickup for uh, Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully they'll do so, a lot of great stuff in the future. Um, moving on to the card, uh, Homicide picking up a win over the TV champion, uh, Christopher Daniels, in a non-title match. Uh, great match. Um, uh, t- Six-person tag action. I shouldn't say person. Uh, the Briscoes of J.M. Mark and their father, Mike Briscoe, defeating uh, the Kings of Wrestling and Shane Hagedorn after uh, their father, Mike, uh, nailed a doomsday device, um, which was very impressive and very much, you know, not what we expected. Um, <laughs> he's an older fella. He's, yeah, and it was he was actually really impressive in that match. Um, wiping the floor with Shane Hagedorn, uh, planning <laughs> a smooch on uh, Sarah Del Rey. Uh, very, very, very uh, entertaining match. Um, then we moved to the Ring of Honor World title match, which was uh, Roderick Strong 
uh, picking up the win over Davey Richards, um, uh, which was an amazing match. Uh, went over 30 minutes. Uh, very phenomenal. Um, the match ended when David Richards passed out um, to Patrick uh, Strong stronghold, and there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of controversy after the match because Davy looked um, very banged up after the match. Of course, passing out. Um, an update uh, was made on his uh, condition. Uh, he uh, was uh, he was told to uh, go to the hospital following the event, which he refused to. Um, after he uh, returned to his his home in uh, Washington. He did receive medical attention. Um, it was reported that he was diagnosed with a grade two concussion and a ruptured eardrum. Um, however, on the positive side, officials have also been informed that Richards should be able to compete by uh, January 14th and 15th when Ring of Honor returns to uh, Virginia and North Carolina uh, in the year of 2011. So yeah, it was a very, it was a very scary moment, but I'm glad to see David Richards is okay. Um, very great. And then uh, possibly, uh, definitely match of the night and uh, maybe one of the craziest matches I've ever seen was um, El Generico uh, picking up the win over Kevin Steen in the fight without honor, mass versus career. It was the sickest possible match I've ever seen. These guys literally tore the house down. Both men bleeding buckets. Uh it was um, just the, and the amount of maneuvers that they did. Um, uh, El Generico diving through a uh, table and a ladder that was set up on the uh, guardrail to do a tour of DDT, which was amazing. And um, the very end of the match, very reminiscent to last year's final battle when Kevin Steen turned on El Generico with El Generico blasting Kevin Steen in the face with a chair shot. Uh, El Generico picking up the win, able to keep his mask, and now Kevin Steen is... Um, gone from the water. So um, we hope him uh, the best. Um, definitely a really, uh, really great match. Um, these two have a lot to be proud of, and that was a, definitely a great end to an amazing feud between the two men. Um, that, that's it for the Ring of Honor news. If you want more, go to uh, to Check out you know, their upcoming dates and all this other stuff to get, see how you can check out Ring of Honor. Uh, and also a small note that I wanted to make. Um, it's an, it was announced that um, uh, friends of the show, uh, AI, AIW, um, they're in, um, they, uh, John Thorne released a statement saying, uh, quote, uh, the Absolute Academy Pro Wrestling School will be launching on February 1st, 2011 with uh, head trainer, friend of the show, uh, Johnny Gargano. Nice. We have lined up a, we have lined up a lot of surprise uh, guest trainers coming through out the course, including TNA, ROH, Shikara, and former WWE superstars. To give our students the best possible training they can get, school is limited to only 10 spots for the inaugural class. For more information on signing up, please email, email jthorn at aiwrestling.com. So if you are uh, listening to the show and you are aspiring uh, to be a pro wrestler, um, there's a lot of schools out there, but I would definitely look in, if you're in the Cleveland area to check out um, AIW's wrestling school, the Absolute Academy Pro Wrestling School. Um, to, uh, the ability to get trained by a friend of the show, Johnny Gargano, who's made great strides over his career. Um, once again, if you want more information on that, you can email jthorn at aiwrestling.com. So uh, go and support them, uh, support their company, and uh, maybe uh, you can uh, become the big uh, professional wrestler. 
Uh, yeah, and that is uh, all the indie news I have uh, for this week in uh, professional wrestling. Uh, real quick, and I know I saw a note about this earlier, and I, it was just reminded because their Twitter is on their page. Good move by them. Um, do, remember, uh, what, what was her name? Let's see if I can see it here. Uh, I, Isis, the Amazon that was supposed to be in NXT, yeah. the seven-foot oh, um, yeah, tall. They're having their, uh, their next event, uh, Girls Night Out 3, I believe, which mm-hmm. is a big night for them. It's an all-female um uh, show for them. Uh, yes, Isis the Amazon, aka, um, Eloisa, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, almost NXT rookie, uh, <laughs> for season three. She will be, uh, wrestling, uh, I believe the main event is also, um, Angel Dust, who's their women's champion, mm-hmm. uh, you know, defending the title against Sarah Del Rey, friend of the show. So, yeah. that'll definitely be a good event. If you want tickets for that, you can go check out, uh, AIWrestling.com, uh, for more information. Fantastic. Thanks again, WrestleFan. Let's head right into, uh, here's a little bit of what you're going to be. There's a lot of stuff on gold this week, guys. It's a holiday extravaganza, including another take on, uh, those, those songs you were hearing earlier. Uh, so we'll, we'll be back with that and a little bit of holiday cheer right here, Wrestling Mayhem Show. The heel now, after Bound for Glory 2010. You can say there's no such thing as logic. You fucking Grinch. Why aren't you in the holiday season? Hey, there is a tree, and there is a stocking. No. Yeah. yeah. Try not to be as jaded as possible. Hey, I'm I'm such a fan. I have an eight. It's yeah, in my name. It's frustrated enough trying to get it installed. Now it's installed and I'm disappointed. I am Captain Awesome. Uh, fantastic Twitter feed to follow. Tashi said. It's crap. I hate chat rooms with the Pokemon chat rooms. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't jive with that. You can check us out at awesomecast.com. Little wrestlers fly so high. Ooh. Well, from way up north where Vince McMahon plays, there's a tale about wrestlers that you've all been told that you gotta be 6'5 or 300 pounds, or your wrestling career will never get off the ground. It's the little wrestlers, little wrestlers. It's the little wrestlers, little wrestlers. So you got this guy named Daniel Bryan, and he's also known as the American Dragon. He's five foot nothing and 100 pounds, but he'll kick your head off with a really big sound. It's the little wrestlers, little wrestlers. It's the little wrestlers, little wrestlers. The fly, fly wrestlers. Fly, fly wrestlers. Fly, fly wrestlers. Fly, fly wrestlers. He got this dude named Rey Mysterio, and he's from the little town of San Diego. He'll fly through the ropes or jump off the top, and he'll finish fuckers off with a West Coast pop. It's the little wrestlers, little wrestlers. It's the little wrestlers, little wrestlers. Wrestlers, little wrestlers fly so high. Little wrestlers, little wrestlers fly so high.
Little wrestlers, little wrestlers fly so high. Little wrestlers fly so high. We are back. Thank you, Mad Mike, for that little bit of Beach Boys right there. You are very welcome, Sorgatron. There you go. And on the line with us, uh, we found him, DJ Lunchbox, celebrating this Christmas with us via Skype phone. He was fighting some hobos. It's true. I'm having acid and absinthe. It's all delicious here. It's the only way to enjoy the holidays, of I course. I think he's in an opium den. Wow, he I might can, be. I can see, I can see through time, and I can smell the dirty flesh on all of your bodies. I can tell, I can see in your innermost thoughts, and yeah, the shadow knows. I'm fucking. <laughs> the shadow. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> you know, Jack Donaghy. I'm Jack Donaghy. I can see the Donaghy. evil that men do. Okay, okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let's get right into it. There is a pay-per-view this past weekend. I'm just going to ignore everything. Um, TLC, <laughs> tables, ladders, and chairs. I enjoyed it. I want to know what you oh, guys wow. think. So uh, who, want, who wants to hit that for, had it first? That was, that was I didn't one, see it, <laughs> but I thought it was great. Wait, you didn't see but it, yeah, but you thought it was great? I had a good time. Yeah, yeah, Chachi, Chachi was over here. We were singing. It was. I mean, I mean, you now you have, you know you. I don't think you watched too much going into it, right? No. But as, for a gimmick pay per view like that, it was fun. Yeah, it was really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah, the matches. Do were, you want to get? Go ahead, Chachi. Go ahead, Chachi. The matches were set up correctly. Yeah. Um, everything happened the well, way it should. Yeah. And um, if you watch the pay per view, I, I told Sorg afterwards. <laughs> that there were not only did Cena get a standing ovation when he walked back through the curtain, mm-hmm. but I guarantee that there was at least five wrestlers lined up after the arena emptied to see how many <laughs> of them could pull down an entire string of chairs like he did in one wow. pack. <laughs> because that was a that, cool spot. That <laughs> took skill. <laughs> it, it it seriously uh, the chances of yeah, him but- being able to do that again perfectly like it happened are immense amazing amazing yeah well if you want to do you want to well, run, run the through the card the only... oh the wrestle oh wrestle fans next sorry wrestle well, Matt, fan. go Matt, ahead no you go first I'm it's the kidding. christmas season give the spot away oh. <laughs> all right well the only thing i was gonna say i mean the spot looked great my only problem with they were selling it like it was the end of the world. John yeah, Cena physically actually protected Wade Barrett by yeah. putting a giant bed frame, yes, which yeah. was there for some reason, over yeah. him. We know that. Like the most that would have happened with Wade Barrett was he would have gone, "Ow, this is loud." Well, you know, this is <laughs> yeah. You know, his eardrums popped in that one. He, you know, honestly enough that he couldn't come back the next day uh, for Monday Night Raw. Well, it, dude, it's just like the X Division. Like we know, half those moves don't even hurt. They just look spectacular. That's what that was. It was a spectacle. You know, well, even it, when they jump off, it crap. looked better from the wideout shot, not the close-up shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and the shots last night where they were showing it off. You know, you don't see him pull the thing on top of him uh, firsthand. You know, um, right. so you know, I I, I think it, it was fun. You know, oh, I enjoyed yeah. it. So, do you want to uh, do you want to run through the card and uh, 
give our thoughts on the matches. The undercard was tremendous. Oh, it was. It was the best was undercard really, I saw in a while. That that ladder match with uh, Kofi, Swagger, and uh, Ziggler was really good. Mm-hmm. I was a big fan. My only problem people... with that... What's that? Oh, sorry. Sorry, that's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead, Russell fan. I cut you off. I bet. Well, no, no, no. You you go ahead, because I think it's the same thing I was thinking. Or I was about it was to too short. Oh, well, never mind. The, the match was way too short. Yeah. You know what, Yeah, though? but I guess, I guess the thing with that is they didn't want it to, like, uh, know, over, overshine some of the other matches. Mm-hmm. But it was really good. And I the only problem I had, well, I don't I have with the match, is all the people complaining about um, the whole finish. Oh, no, the finish was the best part. Yeah, it, yeah the people finish saying, was amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That Russo booked the finish, and it's like, <laughs> but that actually made sense. Yeah, no, yeah. If Russo booked the finish, they would have both grabbed the belt and jumped to the floor at the same time. And they would have been coached. Champions, which is, you know. Yeah. Coach Champions, no. fantastic. We just did that lately, so we can't go back to that well so soon. It hasn't been seven months. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I like how uh, Jerry Lawler pointed out to Cole, he's like, how oh, Vicky Guerrero now getting involved in matches. This is all your fault, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I'm so sad, I'm so sad that CM Punk won't be, uh, uh, you know, on announcing so anymore. much anymore. Yeah. yeah, but still. Well, we don't know that. We're pretty sure at this point. Come he on. May, he we may do- still be. Michael Cole cost Jerry Lawler the WWE title, and he was on Raw the next week. That's true. That's true. I mean, because yeah. I'm pretty sure Punk isn't ready to compete yet, and he'll probably come out to Raw, and Cena will probably come out and call him out and say, sorry, Cena, I'm not ready to compete yet. Mm-hmm. Like, like, he'll probably... Has Punk been doing house shows, though? Has Punk been doing house shows? Yeah, I, I read somewhere that he was doing some SmackDown shit. He could be. He could be. Yeah. And it, it's pretty close to where... Because I think he said he was going to return at the rum, or by the Rumble, so... Yeah. That makes sense. It but, makes sense. Yeah. And if you want to move even, on to, to the if, next match, which was a lot surprising that I thought it was going to be the uh, Divas Tag Team Tables match. Yes. Where uh, it was a, it was actually a really good match. They actually gave time, you know, which was really good. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, people were complaining about the botch finish, which um, some reports saying that it wasn't a botch finish. But I wouldn't see a reason why it wasn't bo- or why they intentionally it, didn't make the table break. Yeah, yeah. For those, uh, they, yeah. They, they, she, what she dropped both of them on the table from the rope, and the table didn't break. And so she yeah, jumped it on bends, top of it. but it didn't break. Yeah, and and there was a couple of times I made the comment is like uh, when you you have a show with tables in your title, uh, don't buy the cheap ones from Walmart because there were several <laughs> yeah. that fell apart. Like, I think yeah. was it was it Sheamus or, or or Kane that it was I think it was Kane that pulled the yeah. bottom the legs of the table right off of it yeah. while he was setting it up. Yeah, Kane ripped yeah. the framework of the table off while he was trying to set it up. Yes, that and the thing you... I, the thing I found confusing also about it was. Um, it seemed like for the Divas match, they made the tables shorter. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I noticed like, that also. Somehow that's going to help. You know, there's, 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 they're out there. We found a midget tables when we were setting up for IWC the last time. Um, <laughs> well, listen, know, but as an expert in the table setting industry. You're, yeah, you, are, you, they, you, you and I are both former uh, table, uh, technicians. Table, table, te- technicians. table technicians. Table technicians. But, uh, 
Yeah, you Plus can boys. get you can get short tables like that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the fact that they had smaller tables completely makes it sense makes to sense. Me. Yeah, they're they're there. Okay, yeah. okay. they're lady sized tables. And I did think the finish was. I did think the finish was cooler with uh, Natalia Swan diving off of the uh, <laughs> off of the turnbuckle. Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, let's see what we and have. Then, uh, Morrison and Sheamus. Was the well more well before that was the uh, tag team title match with the uh, team of awesome yeah, yeah, of the, Santino Varela and Vladimir Kozlov. Yeah, yeah, which it was an, it was okay, but it was really just to help build the Cena Barrett match because mm-hmm. you know. That needed help. It, 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 yeah. Well, uh, but yeah, the uh, the John Morrison shame. It bothers. Uh, the, or ladder match. Or go ahead. It just bothers me that they put a tag title match on there that didn't really mean anything, and the coat and but, the Big Show bit. Yeah. Yeah. And yet uh, that, they, yeah, couldn't that, put like someone like Daniel Bryan on the pay per view. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the point where it's like, oh, WWE forgot that we paid for this, and <laughs> then they're going to spend ten minutes promoting a DVD. You know, um, yeah. Come on, guys. But this, a lot of the matches delivered a lot. Like 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 we mentioned before, the Morrison Sheamus match. Mm-hmm. You know that was an you know that match was you know absolutely crazy. I I am convinced that John Morrison is Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The wrestling Jesus, <laughs> Re- wrestling parkour Jesus. Yeah, I want. Especially next that, time I uh, go to a WWE show, if John Morrison is there, I want to start a he's parkour chant. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> that would be awesome. Because I started but, uh, chant- chanting that at at um uh, the Prince Magus's house when we were watching the pay per view, and it got a good rise out of everyone. So I think mm-hmm. we can get that started at a WWE show. Yeah, but yeah, definitely the moment when they both fell out of the ring and Shane lands uh, through the table or the through the ladder. Yeah, that was crazy. And then uh, I I love the final finish when Shane tries Oof. to push the ladder over, and Morrison rebounds and just kicks him in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was good. <laughs> that that was like the perfect guy to put in a ladder match. Yeah, it, so. that worked out well. Yeah, yeah, because nothing says it wasn't just. That's match like a boot to the fucking face. <laughs> and it's not just, it wasn't even like Morrison carried it. I mean, Sheamus did a pretty good job also. Yeah, for a big guy. And usually, like, you're like, ah, oh, Kane in a ladder match? Really? We're, we're doing this? You know, but yeah, it was completely it, it believable and everything, you know? Um, yeah. I, definitely, definitely. And then next up, we had uh, uh, Miz and Randy Orton. I love the screw job finish. Well, we said, we, we both, yeah, we, that was... we approved of that screw yes, job finish. That screw. <laughs> Apparently the referee didn't, but we did. That screw job finish yeah. was perfect. Yeah, yeah. That I, mm. it was amazing. Now you're now you haven't been on the show for a while, but you are a Miz fan. I I love the Miz. He's great. I, the the gimmick itself is just perfect. Yeah, and like we were talking last week, I mean he's just come so far. You know, I mean I, I've loved his. I've even loved his interviews over the last few weeks. You know, he can work a mic. Yeah, and. The whole ego thing is something that should have happened in this capacity a long time ago. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, I, it's just something. It, it that... had been happening. It had. He's been doing this kind of thing since he started, even when he was the host of SmackDown. It's just he it, couldn't really oh back God. it up in the ring because he was so green when he started. Definitely. Like, definitely. I remember when the Miz first came out and everyone hated him. Yep. Like, get off my screen, x Hate. But, like, I was looking at him, and I'm like, you know, once he shures up in the, the ring 
and kind of refines his gimmick, the man is a heat magnet. Oh, because he he's been yeah. on oh, reality yeah. TV. He knows how to get a reaction out of people, and he can work the mic. The Miz? He may not have had much direction when he started, but now he's like, boom, boom, and, on and, fire. And I go back to, and I go yeah. back to, I mentioned the interviews. You know, I, I've listened to no less than three. I, after after last week's show, uh, uh, you know, I, I know you guys have been, been saying for me to check out the ESPN interview. I listened to the entire interview while I was editing the show last week. Um, trem- it's tremendous. I mean, this guy... Uh, he, the way he can work the media, he knows it because he's been on TV before, um, mm-hmm. and has done speaking engagement for how long? Uh, this, I think this is your next media face, like, uh, John Cena, you know? He's yeah, already, he's, he he's really a new, is. Uh, he's a new, uh, people that they bring on to, uh, you know, talk shows and stuff like that. He's so. already proven. And that's, it. and that's great for him, you know? He's yeah. already done Fallon. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon loved yeah, he, him as a guest. Oh, he was great as a guest on there. They played you know? so well together. I, yeah, this is WWE's next. We need someone to do a, a public primetime TV. And he's interview. the guy. And you know what? And the yeah. other thing is, cause they were talking about, well, how much have you been sleeping? You know, he's doing every media outlet. And that's what John Cena does. Right. You know, John Cena is the guy that goes to all the talk shows. He's the guy, you know, that, you know, Triple H is great. And he's a great talker and everything, but he still can come off as the meathead wrestler <laughs> in these types of interviews. You know, yeah. he doesn't know, they, he doesn't know how to talk to the normal layman's right. person when right. he's not yelling at somebody, yep. you know, that's yeah, the problem, right. you know, and, and I might be going off like on a bit of a tangent here, like, well, WWE versus TNA thing. This is the thing that WWE really has tried in over the past year uh-huh. of making these stars, of making people yes. that they can, you know, take to events and you know promote their product. You know what, though? You know, other than, other than John Cena or the Triple yeah. H yeah. or, you know. You know what, though? You can't make this. You can push this, but you cannot mm-hmm. make no, this. No, no, you can't. Well, True. But, but the complaint has been, over the last few years, definitely since we started this show, is they <laughs> haven't given opportunities to people with this kind of right. talent. These right. people, it, uh, three years ago, somebody like The Miz, like Morrison, would have given up by now, right. gone to TNA, and done something there. Right. You know, whether you agree with how they do it over there, whether you agree if that's a good role, if that's a unilateral role, you know, you know, whatever that is, they would have given up and found their fortune over there, and who knows where they'd be right now. Right. So WWE right. is doing the smart thing by pushing the right people for what they need, and that's what you're starting to coverage. see. But I think because you're starting to see the little <laughs> staleness of WWE. I don't. I don't think WWE is completely deaf to to you know their detractors. Yeah. I mean, there's a little bit and of Vince, uh, there's a little bit Vince of whoever whoever's doing this thing understands the fact that they're not going to have John Cena forever. They're yeah. not going to have Triple H forever. Yeah. You know. So and they've been they caught, need to build these new. And you they know, have. Uh, I if you if I want to call them icons. But that's kind of what John Cena has become. Mm-hmm. And they've been mm-hmm. caught with their pants down, literally, with, okay, we had this big plan, but The Undertaker got hurt again, and Shawn Michaels got hurt again, and Triple H got hurt again. Oh, crap. You know, and we get a lockbuster yeah, six months of wrestling, or... and we don't care that John Cena's in there because we don't know what the hell else to do. And right. he's going to beat up a lineup of heels that we don't believe is going to take the title off him because he's John Cena and he's Superman. Right. You know, uh, and he's one of those, he's one of the guys <laughs> that hasn't gotten really injured. You know, he he's been their go to guy, and and it's like well, let's bring up some other guys. FN uh, OVW I think had some problems in the, the developmental. They've gone to that that Florida Championship Wrestling and. 
look at the Nexus. All of NXT, I think, comes from F- FCW. Whatever they're doing yeah. down there, uh, I think Steve Kern, who used to be Skinner uh, back in the 90s, he's been in charge down there. <laughs> Dusty Rose has had a hand down there. What they got down there is working. Right. You know, I, 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 I mm-hmm. you know, we, we said a little bit when NXT first started, it looked like very cookie cutter, you know, guys. Everybody had the same body and everything. But we've had a hell of a variety. Season two, the Divas. I'm sorry. Believe it or not, Nexus. The whole faction thing is probably one of the best things that WWE I could know, have done. I want to know who came up with the Nexus. It, me too. That was tremendous. Yeah, I, bonus. I, I agree. That, that the Nexus angle made John Cena the most interesting that he's probably ever been, I right. think, in my opinion. It, it took him yeah. from a belt-hugging superstar... For the kids and the great exactly, girls. Exactly. You know. To an actual worker who will fall down... To yeah. push someone else, and I, I gotta say, I don't think I think uh, I think most of the John Cena detractors have been silent uh, because of this. Because how can you not get behind this? Well, you're right. supporting and Texas. To, yeah. uh, and to go on with that point, <laughs> did you guys see the fucking clinic of a match Cena put on with Dolph Ziggler last night? Exactly, exactly, exactly. It was incredible. Guys, 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 guys. Okay, one time, uh, LB, LB, because I think your, your lines may be a little more delayed than most. Let's, let's go with you first. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I think Dolph Ziggler's really proven himself uh, as of late, and he'll find a good match with anybody who's oh, put yeah. in front of him. Oh, yeah, with with Kofi, uh, Brian Daniels. I mean, he's he's, he's mm-hmm. been great. And, and, and Vicky. Hey, uh, Sorg. Hmm. Sorg, go, yes. going off the uh, the the um, Dolph Ziggler and Daniel Bryan match, mm-hmm. WWE um, put out a list of the 25 greatest matches of 2010. Yes, and I actually they this have is... a tie for first that they want the fans to break. Yes, Dolph. Number number Good. number the two there are tied. One of them is Undertaker Shawn Michaels. Undertaker Shawn Michaels. Keep in mind this was the main event of WrestleMania. This is Shawn Michaels' final match, and the other one they put up there in tied for quality of the best match of the year, Dolph Ziggler, Daniel Bryan. Yep. It, it says something WWE's mentality That tells now. you exactly what WWE thinks of Dolph Ziggler. Definitely. Yeah. Well, Definitely. it's not only that. That tells you what WWE thinks about the quality of the matches that are being put out now. Yeah. Oh, it's been upped. It's been upped. Exactly. WWE is reaching a new level in the quality of matches that are actually being broadcast. Yeah, and they're doing this, you know, okay, I know we have the gimmick pay-per-views, but they're doing this without the gimmicks, despite the gimmicks. And, and, you know, we didn't get through the rest of the card, And uh, but TLC was the perfect balance of... Oh crap! You know how you're gonna make sure a match isn't gonna overshadow the other. Da 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 da. I think we all kind of scoffed a little bit when we saw the chair non-title match was the main event. Right. But it yeah. worked. It did. It, but with the way the, the feud between Cena and Barrett was going, it had to have been the main event. Yeah. No, really, yeah. it didn't. Well, I mean, yes and no. It, it, it was. If this was meant, though, the only reason it was, it was the main event is because it was John I, Cena. I honestly think Edge winning should have been the main event. Okay. Yeah. That that can be that could be debated. Yeah. But. And I think I think even in that the main event w- fell a little flat, you know, a- as a match. Uh, but it's st- it still worked. It, but I still see it as being if this is the true blow off match, 
you know, way to end 2010 with John Cena finally going over all of Nexus. I thought that was tremendous. No, I think it was, it was the perfect spot for it. It made sense. I think they should have done maybe something a little bit more with it. I think there's a little bit missing from that, uh, but still, you you can't. This is this is the best book WWE's been in, in, in so long. You know, the, I think you well, did. I think I was praising Survivor Series last month too, wasn't I? Yeah. I mean, that was yeah. It, Survivor it, Series was also a really good paper because it used you know? to be. It used to be the concentration up here, and we just had you know whatever in the middle, right. and it's re, you know the, the 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 secondary world you know world title match. Uh, it, it was always real formulaic, like something weird is going to happen there that didn't really matter. Right. The other title match is going to be the really good one that really matters. And, then, and they've... Uh, <laughs> what the hell? Did someone's uh, cat die? <laughs> but, but they've been so good at it lately. That's not a Christmas present. I've never been so excited for WWE like okay. since we've started this show. This I is, swear. This yeah. is what I, I think is happening. Mm. All right? WWE is taking this time where it doesn't have any... Good competition. This month and, and the, these months, right? Eight, no, actually, they do have competition. This is the most competitive time of year for them, and uh, usually when they roll over, so because I, Monday I, night I football. I would no, no, no. See, no, no, we're not. No, we're not. We, we, yeah, we're. we're well, that's we're not what TNA. I meant. I meant wrestling competition. Yeah, yeah. Just the, the, we're, we're, there's no threat. Oh, okay, TNA's so not a threat. <clears throat> Never mind. We're okay. not considering them a threat competition. They're a rival. I don't. We don't consider them a threat or competition. They're right. not a consideration as far as that goes. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Monday Night Football but, would be their competition, right? And that's why this these months are usually flat. But not the case. No, WWE is stepping it up. They're doing what they have to do. They're taking the talent that would normally get passed over by for the bigger guys, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're pushing the hell out of it. That's why John Cena wrestled Dolph Ziggler last night. That's why the pay-per-views are better. That's why we're sitting here and bypass the rest of the pay-per-view to start talking about a non-main event match on Raw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who? It's the thing, the mentality, like, who would have thought... That, you know, two or three years ago, that The Miz would be main eventing a Raw. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With Jerry the King Lawler? What? I did. <laughs> now, well, <laughs> no, that is, and I'm with you. I, I kind of called the, the Miz was going to be big. Miz was going to be the guy. Yeah. And I'm glad or, to see you know, it. even a guy like Alberto Zaria that they do. Raw and And he is immediately, you know, thrust into one of the, you know, one of the top youth, and, you know, he's on pretty much the main event of every show, and he's been there for, what, three months, four months now? Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, guys, uh, the main event of the Rumble, the Rumble, the WWE title match, that's a fight between two tough enough guys. Yeah. Just, you know, throwing that <laughs> out there. The Miz. The Miz. WWE start to realize that uh, and use it to start pushing their new season. Tough enough. <laughs> yeah, there's that. There's that. No, that that's not it. it it's honestly down to talent. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. Um, WWE mm-hmm. is wising up. Mm-hmm. They're done pushing. Okay. They're done pushing okay. the superweights. Yeah. It's well, all oh, down. And this is this is another conversation we had. I think we talked about this on on Sunday when we had Pee Wee over. Uh, you look at uh, you know we had the, the steroid stuff and 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 those there haven't been anybody busted lately with the wellness policy right. or steroids or anything. That's why we, everyone's healthy. What, remember what happened back in the nineties? We had steroid trial. Mm-hmm. 
we got smaller guys like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels after after uh, Hulk Hogan. You know, that paled in size. You know, to be to be, to be quite honest, we got a thinner Hulk Hogan right. at the time too. What? It's like what has Hulk Hogan been eating? What's going on? Uh, I know, I, I know. As a, as a twelve year old, I was really confused. Um, and we're seeing that now. I mean, uh, Seamus is a big guy. He doesn't look like a no, roided no, up guy. No, Seamus is a tall guy. He's a tall guy. He's he's got muscles though. He's an average yeah. build tall. I mean, guy. The only like mountain of muscle they have right now is Ezekiel Jackson. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Right. Yeah, like he might. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if even like Chris Masters looks a little less than usual. Like, he de- he's definitely not pushing the gas as hard, if if at all. Um, but now we have. You know, Kofi Kingston. Now we have the Miz on top. Now we have, you know, John Morrison is coming up there. Um, so you're trying to say that this is all is the steroid push? It's like it's like you know, you're just that point where you think like you scratch your head. You're like, oh man, yeah, we really like, even, we really have even, a hard on for the muscle obviously guys. Obviously, we're not obviously we're not in the back and all that, mm-hmm. but it just the, the way thing that they the stepped up their question product, mark. Then you can select your the creative guy. <laughs> well, we'll finish up, Russell fan. Did we just hello? Oh, um, yes. <laughs> I, I'm obviously, like, we're not backstage in the locker room, mm-hmm. but just from the way that the wrestlers have stepped up mm-hmm. and, you know, given us that much more, it feels like WWE is just a better place to work than, you know, in the past when we hear all these stories from these older wrestlers about how much of, you know, a horrid place it was to work with Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. You know, mm mm-hmm. Now, now, obviously, you know what? I think this. Oh. Go on, Russ. I'm sorry. Tell you're done. Well, I was. Yeah, I'm finished. Okay. Well, I was gonna say. I think the reason that we might be seeing such an improvement in the in-ring work, because I think WWE has kind of realized that they need competition. Mm-hmm. And I think that this NXT show, we may laugh at it. Like, we may laugh at all the guys, you know, being brought up, horrible mic workers, everything like that. Mm-hmm. But you never know but when one of these guys, like, could connect with the crowd. And I think really? the fact that they're bringing, like, eight guys up at a time, and they're saying, hey, you know what? We're dedicating a whole hour to these guys. And one of them could be the next Miz. One of them could be the next... And and, Sheamus. And, and and I think it you know kind of kind of mm-hmm. forces people to work a little harder because they realize WWE has a wealth of talent they can pull from, mm-hmm. especially yeah. when they're bringing their guys about it. in, they even... like Daniel Bryan Cavall. Yeah, uh, Hot Wheels here. Oh, sorry, I'm done. No problem, uh, Hot Wheels. Oh, you no, I was going to say what I was going to say was well, you're looking at even NXT now. You're also going to have Tough Enough coming back, so you're going to have two things bringing in more talent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and two different angles from that too, because you got NXT's previously FNW or FCW. Right. Wait, FCW. I might have been saying that wrong. Uh, Florida Championship Wrestling. Uh, and yeah. then now Tough Enough, and we, you know, we've heard rumblings of who's been asked to be on Tough Enough, who's been submitting for Tough Enough. Some in this area. Um, you know, it's it's the let's 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 tap the bigger talent pool. Let's see what we can get from there. You know, people that haven't haven't paid whatever to be an FNW and you haven't given a contract. You know, this it's the reach out. It's 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 this the is, it's the community service version of NXT, you this know. This is WWE saying 
we have all of these people who want your job. So <laughs> you're going to have to step it up and yeah, actually exactly. produce a quality match. Exactly. Or we're going to put this guy in your spot w- who will do it cheaper and better than what you're doing now. Yeah, once you, welcome yeah. to a competitive yep. field. And and you know what? It's it's one of those, like, WWE is, is, is a classic place where everybody knows that you're given an opportunity and do what you do with it. That's why guys, guys like Carlito that rested on their laurels aren't there anymore. Right. You know, he's doing one-shots. One why Matt Hardy's going on. That's why, yeah, you know, well... You know, Jeff Hardy, or, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll look at Jeff Hardy, you know. Um, but, you know, and, the, and there's guys like that that are good workers and aren't going to go anywhere, but they wanted more and they're not happy with yeah. the spot they're given. The thing with guys, yeah, like, I'm sorry, the Tommy thing with guys like Carlito, uh-huh. and Matt Hardy, and uh, even, like, MVP, is, like, those, they got they get complacent. Mr. Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah Mr. Kennedy. They get that, really complacent. Yeah, that's, they, a, that's they the word started, for it. They started strong, but then, you know, it just been, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. If, if, because, if, uh, I'm if, sorry, if, all those guys that we're talking about, like all the the TNA's main eventers from 2011, <laughs> there was one thing that they all there's one thing they all had in common. Hmm. Matt Hardy, stale as shit face. Mm-hmm. Ken yep. Anderson, stale as shit face. I don't care what he's doing as TNA because the impact zone's full of idiots. Well, see, it's not even MVP, that. Stale as shit face. John Morrison. He's trying to not be a stale as shit face. Yeah. And I think his athleticism, because he's working so much harder in his matches, yeah. it doesn't matter if his face mic skills aren't nearly as good as his heel mic skills were, because that, he's getting over in the ring. Yeah. And Anderson didn't do that. That might mean, you know, that, MVP didn't do that. Matt Hardy was a fat fuck that didn't try yeah, in that. the ring anymore because he wanted to be with his brother. Well, see, it's not only that, mm-hmm. but all of those guys had one thing in common. Mm-hmm. They all got too comfortable. Yeah. They all assumed that no matter what they did, they were all WWE had. Yeah. Well, guess what? Yeah. WWE had NXT. Mm-hmm. WWE has all of these minor league feds mm-hmm. with all of this talent that will hop on a bus, drive, or get on a plane to mm-hmm. go wherever WWE needs them. I mean, look, look and we'll exactly. put on a yeah. better match than yeah. all of those people listed can now. Yeah. Uh, LB, I think you had some. Yeah. That, uh, that really reminds me of, um, there was a show here in Pittsburgh, actually, with John Morrison playing somebody. And uh, there was something as simple as a monkey flip. Just a monkey flip. And instead of just, you know, flipping, doing a regular thing, Morrison put her in the rotation into it and ended up landing on his face. And it was awesome. It was just that little touch, that, that little, you know, step in the right direction for him to, you know, it shows he's always trying to up his game. It's it's like we talked yeah. about last week uh, right here. I'll be, you were in on that conversation where we talked about how Jericho puts that little touch, the, the whisper. The whisper is a little thing to make you listen to him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's you know the that, small that, details yeah, that make it yeah. matter. Those are the guys that figure it out. Yep. You know, whereas you know Matt Hardy, they gave a shot with him on the mic and and doing a storyline. The thing with Kane, which you know, which you know, created off the buzz of the, the him and Lita and Edge thing, of course, uh, and. And he didn't deliver, you know. Jeff Hardy, even Jeff Hardy, they couldn't ignore his fandom enough 
you know, to not give him the belt at that point. Right. You know, even now, even with his and little... And plus, they I, knew they'd sell tons of merch and yeah, tons of pay-per-views exactly. with him as champion. And even with, like... Matt Hardy's never been a draw by himself. Yeah, Jeff Hardy, I don't think... Jeff Hardy, would, I don't think, is ever going to be a great Mike guy, but he, he's, he works, you know, he works his ass off, you know, whether you like or don't like his style, you can't deny that. You know, maybe the drugs are... I just hope they it. don't do a gimmick belt with, like, replicas of that stupid ugly belt yeah you know they're probably going to you, you can still get radar superstar belts i saw one on raw can i just bring up one thing mm-hmm. uh all the all this effort that we're talking about mm-hmm. it goes back and it shows that wwe is starting to realize that back in the 90s things were perfect as far as wrestling goes and their fandom goes <laughs> because it goes back to them willing to stop laughing at me Shut your <laughs> no, it, go, it goes. Chachi, no, 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 okay, let, let him finish, Lance. No, it goes back I'll, I'll to show it. that the wrestlers back then were willing to put that little extra effort into it. Mm-hmm. And I have one example for you, and uh-huh. that will prove that I'm right. Okay. Look at Shawn Michaels. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. When Shawn Michaels got whipped into the corner, mm-hmm. he didn't bounce off the turnbuckle and fall onto the mat. No. Shawn Michaels flipped over the turnbuckle, stumbled down the ring apron, and usually fell there. You, you know, you know another guy that that's a, a, a book straight out of. That is really, really, if you think about, it, it's just an average guy. Mm. Really, just an average guy. How could this guy possibly be a wrestling superstar and legend like he is now? Ric Flair. Exactly. Extra mile. Yeah. It's that, that guy, little extra effort. He wasn't the biggest. Push. He wasn't the biggest, the strongest, the best looking, but he pushed every button that he could. Right. You know, he he covered every detail that he could. Are you still laughing at up, me? Made up for it. He was <laughs> yes. he, Rick um, Flair. I, Rick Flair I, was the ECW of the time. Sorry, I, I do want to point out WWE, WWE was not perfect in the nineties. No one, no one's ever no, no, perfect. No, no, no. We're, we're, what I meant was they had the talent, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they pushed the right talent. They still no, have the well, talent for you. I mean, for for you, you're, they still have the talent. The heyday of WWF was the Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels era on the top right. level of at least, right? You know, and of course there were problems. They had financial issues. The steroid trial, you know, that that's, that's all been chronicled to hell, and they had to come back with. Steve Austin and Attitude, but still, that that's still a heyday that people remember. Fans right. of WWF still think that was the best time, you know. Forgetting, well, you know, forgetting all about Flash ev- Funk, you know, and, and WrestleMania. Everyone, everyone remembers all the good stuff. I mean, exactly. great. There was a lot of good stuff back then, but uh, there's just as much good stuff in the current age of wrestling. I, I wasn't from trying 2000 to say that there wasn't. Go ahead. Like, sorry. Like there was, trust me, there was there was just as much shit back then. Like shit that makes you think, like, oh my god, they actually fucking put this on television. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. For every, for every I'm just saying, Rikishi had a lot of airtime. I'm sorry, LB. What was that? I'm just saying, Rikishi had a lot of airtime. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. I think he just settled all of that point right, right, right there. Um, can I can I hit on one more point before we get out of here? I don't think there's much for really news. I don't want to talk about some guy supposedly um, having a gun at Hulk Hogan's sword, wedding. Sword, sword, Can we before before you try and wrap this up? Can we talk about um, the Christmas Carol 
and how phenomenal that <laughs> opening segment of Raw was. I missed the very, very beginning of it, but oh my god, what the hell was up with that? <laughs> uh, go ahead, Mad Mike. Seven. As a representative Whoa. of was, everything North Pole, please. I thought that was the greatest thing. And the, to have the ghost of Christmas future be Scowly McScowlerson doing a Conan O'Brien gimmick? <laughs> <laughs> that was <laughs> fantastic! Oh, tremendous. Tremendous. It only would have been better if it said there is no Miz. I, only Zool. And actually, thank you. You, you made me keep. You made me stay with uh, WWE on this because I want to get this. Uh, Vicky Guerrero, uh, best heel heat of the decade. Oh, at this point, without that, I, oh my God. He's incredible. I say I have not seen a WWE uh, segment go so off the rails since that one time Randy Orton played Keystone Cops uh, with a chair in the middle of New Year's Re- Revolution uh, <laughs> in a match against DX. When uh when the triple H got hurt, was like dying in the ring. I know it was it was ridiculous. That that segment. Vicky Guerrero. I love how like Vicky and Dolph themselves were cracking up. What was that LB again? I said I love how like at one point Vicky and Dolph themselves were cracking up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that was. No, don't have the best line. Vicky Guerrero is a saint. They <laughs> <laughs> only got one thing I, in, but you know, you gotta Vicky, give Dolph a lot of credit for not being on the mic for it because really Vicky's his mouthpiece because he's I think he's still developing there. Right. But he's he, his reactions were gold, and he just said one thing that was enough, and that was that was great. That was fine. I mean, especially you can't mm. compete with John Cena and Jerry Lawler in this regard. No, and that Vicky in that crowd. Oh, you can't my, compete yeah. with that crowd. And then John's like Vicky Guerrero. Vicky Guerrero got more heat last night. Than Eddie did when he won the title. <laughs> that, yeah. You know what? That is not. And th- that's legit. Yeah, that is not that's a false legit. statement. And Eddie won no. it in his hometown for fuck's sake. Yeah, that yeah. is not a false statement. <laughs> no, no. That is that is like Eddie Guerrero like, is smiling down on Vicky yeah. right now. I afraid, I, I Eddie Guerrero is doing backflips because he will. Wish he could get it, 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 as easily as his wife can. Man, yeah, yeah. It says something about Vicky because. Overall, Vicky's mic skills, I mean, they aren't, they aren't that great. No, they're but not. And that's what makes it so much better. Words, can you know? Excuse me! But she I knows. Love, love she that, knows. I love that the crowd boos is her entrance music. <laughs> <laughs> Riz and I just said the same thing. Riz typed it as I said it. But oh. she doesn't have entrance music. She just says, excuse me, from the back. And her theme song is, is boo! <laughs> you know what? That's that's like what that's, happens. That's, when... the easiest, that's the easiest paycheck Jim Johnson's ever had. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Chachi had something. That's what happens when you have people that the crowd loves. Mm-hmm. Between that skit or that segment going think... like really long because mm-hmm. the fans mm-hmm. wouldn't stop booing, and John Cena. And Jerry the King able Just to go it. back and forth mm. like they did. That's well, what it was made also. It I think it was, it was they. It was made worse because John Cena was there. John Cena came out. It was having his victory lap over the Nexus. He riled up the crowd. It was a very. He hugged, it was a. 
He hugged the Cena, Cena hater. He hugged the Cena hater. I mean, Cena's really... out there having a good time. He's riling up the crowd, doing his victory lap, just having a yeah. blast. So the crowd is always already in a frenzy, like a, a <laughs> Steve Austin, you know, size frenzy. And and then and then she comes out of all people that they already hate. It just yeah. it was it was the perfect storm they, of, of crowd response. They threw gasoline on a fire Vicky, and expected it to go out. You know how much more Vicky you're gonna see in the coming months now? Main event of WrestleMania. <laughs> and yeah. Vicky, she's main Vicky, eventing on Sma- on the live SmackDown right now. There you go, there you go. And I, I have you, to say, there's, there's a prediction. Vicky, like go, go ahead. Vicky Mike. looks pretty good. Oh yeah? Yeah. Yeah, she's throwing out there. Look really good. Wow, wow. No, she's wearing like she's wearing like a normal singlet now. For her wrestling match, and I—I I mean, you know, half a pack Mentos, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. You know, let's 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 put this. I up. mean, we you know, this. not fully there, but <laughs> we put this out on the awesome cast. I mean, I can, we'll, we'll let's do... just say I can see why why that was Eddie's real mamacita. <laughs> there you go. Okay. There you go. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So we did this on the awesome cast. Yeah. Go, yeah. Uh, what is your what was it? Biggest prediction? Uh, we, we were going to have biggest prediction of the new year. Yeah. Uh, we'll also do what we learned from the year here in a moment. Uh, now, now I want to stop. start this off. I, Vicky Gambino. Gambino <laughs> Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> uh, she, I, she will be involved in one of the top three main events at WrestleMania. I'm going to put that out there. Putting that out there. Uh, Trotty, do you want the next one? Yeah. Uh, no. No? No. no pass. Yeah, all right, come who, back to me. Who wants to take next these? Biggest prediction uh, of next year. Prediction? Of next year. Okay. Yes, of 2011. Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh, man, that's tough. Exactly. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, you know what? My, my biggest prediction. Triple H will not hold the title in 2011. Wow. I don't think he did in 2010, did he? I don't think he did. No, he wasn't there for much. No, he did. He did early. Yeah, I think really Wait. early. No, no, he didn't. Here, uh, we'll we'll hold that thought. We'll move on to the next. I'll look it up here on on the on the internet. Well, my no, personal because Seamus Seamus started off the year as champion. I think so. Lost it to John Cena. Lost it to Batista. Then they traded. And I think then you're right. I think you're the right. The whole Orton Nexus thing. All right, I'll, I'll verify yeah. that. Who wants next? Uh, I'll take the next one. All right. Um, this may be pushing it a bit, mm-hmm. but I think like what we mentioned earlier about all the new young stars being brought in. Um, I say maybe this year's WrestleMania, uh, the streak ends. Streak ends. I think there's a good possibility of it. Who do you think too? Well, I, uh, from the way it's looking, I think it will be Barrett. Okay. If anything, you know, I think the whole point of them having. The Undertaker streak is to eventually, you know, get some get a young guy over. Okay. Over the fact that they defeated the Undertaker's, you know, I think it's like at nineteen now. Like However that. long. Kind of, kind of as an aside of that, I really, I, I really think the uh, the other major major reason for the streak is to sell more T-shirts every year. Just put oh that yeah, out. but, yeah. On, but I on. think their goal is they're not going to have like they were going to have Shawn Michaels be employed. They were going to have they're not going to have John Cena. Or you know who Triple H or whoever else beat him for it. They're gonna have a young guy, mm-hmm. you know, in the in the chance to get him over. So I, I like yeah yeah because that, that's so, what so wrestle fan and you you think he's even gonna make Mania this year? 
I think there may be yeah, a good chance that I don't either, know. I don't know. I, could, I mean, either way. Uh, Riz has okay. predicted that a member of Nexus, mem- or, yeah, member of Nexus not named Wade Barrett will be a world slash WWE champion. Say, Barrett hasn't won yet. Mm. For, for all the, I mean, he's been involved, right. and I think he's going to. So he thinks not Wade Barrett's going to get the championship. I still think he's going to be in the running. He's going to be in. The, he's going to be. Yeah, up there. He may be in the running. I think he's going to be up there. Um, maybe if not, if not Barrett, then the only other person that I would see uh, that's a little bit below him would be Gabriel, and I don't think he's no, you don't that, know that close no. to a, to a title. I don't see or, that. or at least to a world title. You Nobody else. And honestly, you don't know what kind of talent Nexus is sitting on yet. That's true. That's true. True. Yeah. No one but Wade and for Barrett. The, for the way NXT looking, it it looks pretty positive. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But I like Husky Harris a lot, especially if he moves to mm-hmm. SmackDown. Oh yeah. I, I Even though he looks like Dave. Uh, Him and Miguel Cotto. Same I think with uh, Brodus Clay, who's yeah. uh, now on NXT before. I I see big things in his future. Yeah. Yeah. He's he looks ridiculous. Um, That's a big boy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, who's who's up next? I'll take next. All right. Uh, I I firmly believe that the uh, 2011 will be the return, the triumphant ish return of uh, King Booker to the WWE. Ooh. Mm. I don't think full time. Nice one. I don't think he'll do full time. That though. is very good. LP. I think no, I think he'll come back at least for a short term for business. Hmm. Oh God! If they put Booker and Sheamus in a match, that'd be like that'd be, be tremendous. Like, I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that would be like night and day. He'd be the perfect guy. He'd be like, I'm the true champ, you know. Uh, night and day. Oh my. <laughs> uh, speaking of night and day, uh, hey, because he's really black and he's uh, really white. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, you got one. All right, Chachi's got one here. I think that the winner of the Royal Rumble, thusly going on to have a title match at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. will be someone that's never had a WWE title match. Ooh, I think, that's I, a good one, Josh. I, I, that, that makes sense. I, I can't name anyone in particular because that's too wide a field, but I think WWE will take this chance to make the, the Royal Rumble winner a rookie. Yeah. Wow. Maybe, wow. and this may be pushing yeah. it, but uh, if you, if I want to think of a rookie that has, has the best chance of winning the Rumble, Alberto Rio, I mean, from the way that SmackDown is looking. Exactly. Mm, yeah. Well, be, that could be fair. He has had a title shot. Tech. Well, he has had a title shot, but he hasn't, you know, he's still very fresh. I, yeah, I almost don't want to count that because it was, the, it was had, the way that was put together. I mean, because if you think I about could, it. I could also see maybe. Daniel Bryan, maybe going the distance, maybe like someone who tra- trained him, like Shawn Michaels. Maybe, maybe. Thinking, uh... Hey, uh, like I said, Mid-day I'm not going to pick any particular wrestler. I'm not going to pick any particular wrestler. Wheels. I, oh, sorry. Um, yes. But if you think about it, Miz and Morrison will happen at WrestleMania. <laughs> You think that now it's happening at Royal Rumble? You think they're going to rematch from a bigger stage? I think. All right. I, I think I like that it. the match will be big enough like at Royal I want Rumble. Miz, I want Miz to go to Royal Rumble. I, I, or uh, to WrestleMania. I, I believe that the match will be big enough. Now, Miz may not go into WrestleMania as the champion. Okay. But Morrison-Miz, 
two will happen at WrestleMania. I, I think they should have who's the Janetti match. I think that should happen. No, no, if you, yeah, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, for the build, they could they could build it as that. That would yeah, be you yeah. Know. So, not, not the Jenny match. They bring back Jenny again for a couple weeks. <laughs> he leaves again because of his drug problems, and we move on. So uh, those are my two predictions for next year. Wheels, guy, anything? Um, honestly, prediction wise, I, I agree with Chachi that there's definitely going to be a. Uh, they need to put maybe another fresh face in. With that title convention, if it's not world or mm-hmm. if it's WWE, so I mean, like you said, I couldn't think of anybody right now since there's more and more new guys coming in. But that's my prediction: somebody new will be a world champion in WWE in 2011. Excellent. Uh, well, guys, okay. I think we really need to get out of here. It's late as all hell. Uh, but I think that was a fantastic close. Sorry, for... you just wanted to run directly against SmackDown, didn't you? Yes, directly. We'll <laughs> see who gets better ratings now. Yeah. Um, guys, I, I think that's a great way to end 2011. I'm really glad I could end it with you guys here, You know, this collection of people. You know, uh, a lot of people have been the core of this show. You know, we got five-year anniversary coming up here. Good year. I think 2011 has been a great year. We're going to reflect on 2011 in particular, or 2010 in particular. Uh, here we'll have the mayhem mayhemies come up, uh, probably because of our anniversary. Look for the mayhemies here late January. Uh, we're going to start working on them here soon, probably. Uh, if you have any recommendations for categories, nominees, etc., please uh, go ahead and contact us at goodtimesatwrestlingmayhemshow.com. You know, um, let's say we got the party coming up. I'm really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. Here. This is a serious time. Um, but uh, we have come a long way like, in 2011. We started 2010. Yeah. I got what? What year is it? I'm, I'm, I want to get ahead of 2011. I, so I much know. is coming up. I know. It's 20 aught um, 10, Zork. It's 20 aught 10. We were a video podcast like I don't even think last year at this time. No, we weren't. We started the <laughs> no. first. We were some playing. Shows. We were playing. I think we had some test shows that are up there from the last Christmas show. Uh, you know, I, but I don't think it was being pushed really as a video show. We we're still figuring it out. Um, we had video footage, but it wasn't being streamed. No, well, well, it was being streamed. It wasn't being recorded, streamed as well or as complete as it is now. Not being edited. So we are officially a video podcast, and 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 I think everybody that's made uh, some weeks, we have more people watching the video than we are the audio, which we've been an audio podcast for you know coming on five years. You know, it's been tremendous. Yeah, that's because they want to see our crazy, our crazy faces. <laughs> Um, ah, we are becoming multi-state Come on now. show. I think we're going to begin back. We're getting back to a little bit of our roots by uh, bringing back the couch, right? And trying to get some people in here. You know, uh, it's it's going to be a big year. Yeah, um, we got a lot of stuff coming up, and uh, it, it's going to start with this party. Yep. And uh, I think you're going to see us out in the town a little bit more for one thing. So, uh, and I want to thank every one of you, all the fans that have emailed us, uh, called us, uh, you know, sent their wishes. You are the Mayhem Show. You all are of the you Mayhem are there. Show. I mean, I think this is proof right here. Look at look at these three faces that started listening to the show, you know. Uh, you know, and LB's still here. One way or another, you know, he's still here. Right. <laughs> That's true. He's in his Arctic Observatory. Exactly, exactly. Chachi's back. It's fantastic. On and off. That's right. On and off. Now we, now we just need steam machine. You'll see me more, and I'll be behind scenes. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, I'll be around a lot more. Yeah, I guess we we can say we're, back, we're huh? ending off. We can we can say Chachi yeah. Chachi's gonna come in. He's gonna be joining me here on Tuesday. So regardless, I will not be alone in the studio anymore. Right. Oh, I guess I never was with the owl, but um, no, I'll, I will be here Tuesdays. Um, mm-hmm. Whether I'm on mic or not on mic, I will be in the same room. Yeah. Um, you'll be in the facility. <laughs> uh, the compound things, is growing. Yeah, things will be getting done a lot faster. And with less, what you trying to say? Well, nothing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know. I, with less stress to to Sorg. Um, so yeah, twenty eleven is going to be a great year. Mm-hmm. And we got a lot of people on board to make this thing awesomer, right? You know, I mean, we have an awesome crew that's yeah. here just about every week. We've had secret meetings. We've uh, started an Illuminati. Yeah, podcasting. Um, yeah, uh, we actually get together once a month. Yeah, well, <laughs> some done, of us. We've done it twice. Yeah, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, we get together and we discuss uh, basically where this thing is heading mm-hmm. and things that we can do to make it better. Yep. Um, and it's all because you guys show up every week mm-hmm. to listen to this, and the other shows happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. There you go. That's just me. Go check him out. He's at ChachiSays.net. He's got a fantastic mm-hmm. video blog that keeps growing. I can't wait to see what he he does for 2011. We're going to blow stuff up. Uh, go over to PodCampPittsburgh.com. <laughs> Uh, our, our, our session, the We're Still Here session with myself and DJ Launchbox just went up this week. Um, I also recommend our, our friend Dob, Rob Daler, Dob, Ray, Ray, I almost <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah. uh, it did a fantastic, uh, what was it called? The, the Twitter session? Um, enough. Uh, how to suck less at Twitter. Yeah, yeah, that, you've, we've had enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go check that out. Uh, Nero from the Awful Show that we've been big fans of here uh, did a fantastic one about building community. I've learned so much from their show when I was running, and it reminded me everything that I, I we started because of their show and have not yet started uh, despite their show. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, the, I've been talking with him too, so yeah. he, he's, well, he's you pretty know, cool. It takes teamwork, and he's got a great he's got a great project he's working on WarriorsJournal.org. I think. It was a website. Um, I can't wait to start hearing what's going to come out of that. Um, and yeah, that's it. This has been the mayhem for 2010, guys. Yeah, you know? this is guys. Uh, Wrestle fan. It's, it's it's been a ride. Yeah. Hey, you know what? We're we're it, on to bigger and awesome. better things. That's right. So you guys are welcome to ride along with us. Mm-hmm. So fantastic. Room, room, bitches. You know what? Let me do this. Okay. Russell fan, what have you learned this year in wrestling? Okay. What have I learned this year in wrestling? Yep. Oh, wow. If you had to pick, um, you had to pick one thing from this year that you've learned that impacted you more than anything else. Um. Well, I guess this kind of ties into the kind of discussion that we had uh, earlier. Um. People uh, complained a whole lot about the uh, PG movement of WWE, awesome. how it was going to ruin the company, how you know nobody was going to watch anymore, and all this other stuff. I'm, I'm honestly, personally, really glad for the PG movement because it has. I think it plays a part in them stepping up their product, you know, stepping up the in-ring work, avoiding, you know the stuff that kind of gives away from that. So I'm, I'm glad that, you know, whether it's WWE, the indie scenes, or even sometimes TNA, I have 
such a variety of good wrestling that I can watch. And that's what I, uh, well, it kind of turned into what I'm thankful for, but that's what I learned in uh, 2010 in the world of wrestling. Hot Wheels? Well, what have I learned? I've learned, if, like, personal friends say, the Indies or WWE or TNA, sometimes the main events are not the match at the end of the show. So, I mean, there's a lot of great talent out there. Mm -hmm. Mike? Mad Mike? Sorry. <laughs> you got it wrong both times. It's dashing Mad Mike. Oh, shut up and tell me what you <laughs> learned this year from wrestling. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm I'm asking the chat room if they learned anything from this year in wrestling. Because we love our fans. Yes, we do. Hell, I w was a fan. Wrestle fan is still a fan. Okay, so Hot Wheels <laughs> fan. No, nope. all right. Well, Chachi, damn it! Let me finish. <laughs> He's on a roll. Let him go. Turn. This is gonna be a three-hour show. Well, Riz is the only one in right. the chat room. We're so fucking late. <laughs> yeah. No, my uh, dashing what Mad Mike. Dashing Mad Mike. <laughs> what you learned? While we wait yes. for Riz, <laughs> what have you learned <laughs> this year in wrestling? I was also falling for time off. Awesome. Um, <laughs> what I learned this year in wrestling was that um, wrestling has been one of the biggest constants in my life since I was a little kid and not only has it actually brought me employment some <laughs> you and me both somehow some way but it has brought me all of the great people of, of the wrestling mayhem show that I'm proud to call my friends and my second family and I've learned that Wrestling is a great way to just connect to everyone out there because it's something we can all be passionate about and it's something we can all love. Well said. Will? Who the fuck is Will? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew it was coming. LB? Uh, well. <laughs> Didn't even think he was there still. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I learned that, um, well, uh, throughout the, the year of 2010, uh, my opinion of TNA has not changed. From Sorry. January 1st to this very day, it, there was one glimmer of hope that uh, affected uh, my opinion, and that was the Motor City Machine Guns beer money match. But, uh, uh, but on the other hand, WWE has... Uh, done excellent, excellent work all year. They have positively uh, positively affected my opinion of their company as a well. whole. And uh, either way, both companies have been a uh, great topic and great things to talk about here on the Wrestling Mayhem show. But the terribleness of TNA and the positiveness of WWE neither have affected my love for wrestling, which has remained constant. So that's what I learned. Okay. Riz said, in wrestling, I learned that despite the douchebags that try to ruin wrestling, wrestlers, that it's, just, that it's still a great community to connect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sorg? I think, I, think I, I think I share a little bit of that sentiment. Um, 
I think uh, if there's been one mission of this show, it's uh, to be, hey, guys, it's just wrestling. And we got into it for a reason. And we need to go back and remember that. Uh, I, yeah, well, I had a conversation with uh, Joe Dombrowski recently. We were talking about, you know, some wrestling shows and everything. And I'm like, you know what? We're just a bunch of fans. And we get together and talk about wrestling and have fun with it. Because I think that's it's professional wrestling. That's what it's there for. If you're not having fun with professional wrestling, it's like then it's like if you're not having you're if you're not laughing at the comedy, right? You know, at, at, at watching a comedy, at watching a stand-up com- comic, then you don't you, you why you're there, you know? Why why you're there all pissed, you know? Uh, you know whether you agree or whatever. Or say there's a philosophy of wrestling or whatever, and we talk a lot about that one way or another. Um, you know, I think the there, there's still a big positive angle and you need to just ignore all the rest of the douchebags like you said um <laughs> and that goes for the wrestlers too right because there are plenty of wrestlers out there that are fans and i think it shows and there's plenty of wrestlers out there mm-hmm. you know i've i've seen a lot of backstages this year through my work you know i've i've talked to a lot of wrestlers seen a lot of things a lot of them are bitter but there are a lot of them are still fans out there too and those are the guys you know Miz is a fan Right. Is, John Cena is a fan. You can tell which ones are fans. Chris Jericho is a fan. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wrestling, despite their where they're at and their experience. Right. They are still Matt a Morgan's fan. a fan. Matt Morgan's, Matt Morgan's a, a fan, Sork. Matt you Morgan's a fan tell. of wrestling. I mean, and, and it shows. I think Matt Morgan, I love that he's on top, you know? I love what he's doing. I, Beer I watch, money. Beer money, you can tell her. I watched, I watched the exchange between Kennedy and Morgan and Jeff Hardy uh, at the beginning of Impact, and I'm like, this is great. You know, this, you know, whatever you think of the impact, I'm like, this, keep doing this. You know, right. these are the right guys. You know, whatever their stigma is from WWE or TNA or whatever, these are the guys, you know. So, so, Chach? I, see, I, honestly, I didn't watch much I know, wrestling. I know, you're not big, I mean, you watch yeah. sometimes, we talk about it a right. little bit, you know. I, I ha- honestly haven't watched much wrestling this year. Um, and that's partly due to you guys. Um, Oh, Archman, I'm getting there. It's our uh, fault. Shit. Well, no, no, no. It, it's not a bad thing. It, it's me also. Like, it, because of... I, I know I also didn't have much involvement in the show for a lot of the year. But it's because that when I did, I found myself learning way too much about wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm 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 a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan to the point where I kind of don't want to know what's happening behind the curtain. I don't want to know that so-and-so had a drug problem, which is why they got fired. Yeah. All right? Yeah. I'm happy just knowing that they're not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So okay. I, I learned this year in wrestling that I have to ignore you guys. <laughs> and at the same time... <laughs> Well, no, our owner. I got you. <laughs> I, I, I love you guys. All right, you guys are fantastic, and I yeah, couldn't yeah. see the show run any other way. And I, so I mean, I have to ignore some of your guys' conversations. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't think I would want to discuss well, wrestling with any other people. And, and 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 to be fair, I think some of us want to ignore each other's conversations sometimes too. Right. <laughs> so I mean, to be I, fair, I always want to ignore Trachi. That's yeah, fine. there you go. Exactly. It's, it's all I mean, the way around. I, 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 I have to sit down, and mm-hmm. I have to watch wrestling from the mindset that I had 
when I started that's, watching wrestling. And that and that's part of what I'm talking about. It's like if you guys guys step back, right. you know, for as much as we talk about it, and I think we talked about a lot tonight about what we love about wrestling right. and not all the drawbacks, mm-hmm. which I think is, is a really great thing that we can still do that, you know, despite everything. Tachi, I mean sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to No no shit. no problem. No, but I was gonna finish. say this. <laughs> Go ahead. But uh what, oh, what I was going to say that Charlie was, yeah, I agree with you because when I got into doing just sound for certain federations and stuff like that, one of the big things one of the wrestlers said to me is like, I saw you as a fan. He's like, don't ever lose that. He's like, whatever you still see around here, don't ever lose being a fan. Mm-hmm. He's like, because that's what people love. Mm-hmm. Is we love you guys as fans. So never lose it, even though you see, like you just said, you don't want to know some guy had a drug problem or something like that. Just still watch that match in the ring. Listen to that commentary and the comedy spots or this, that, and the other. I mean, last weekend, Sword will tell you, I got to roll somebody. So it was great. It was fun. Yeah, he did. He, he, Rick rolled somebody in the middle of a match. It was great. Um, tremendous. I mean, I, I want to sit down on Monday nights and I want to watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. And sure, I'll come around and I'll discuss the matches and everything with you guys on Tuesdays. But mm-hmm. that's as far as I want to go. Mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah. want to know that someone's contract didn't get renewed because they missed three days. Yeah, of work. I had stories. I had mm-hmm. stories like this about people getting renewed and and Hulk Hogan's you know bullshit, whatever's going on with him and his wedding. Right. And I we didn't even get to that because yeah. our conversation was great. I don't want to know that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Kind of, kind of spur but, off that. But unfortunately, it's uh, the my news. Own, right. In so, my yeah, own, I understand. In my own, like I said, I I I, mm-hmm. I have to. I, I've learned that I have to put that aside myself. Fantastic. Like I can't stop you guys yeah. from discussing no, it, no, and no. I can't stop from being a part of the discussion. I just know that when I sit down, yeah. I have to let all that just slip away. Russell mm-hmm. fan, real quick. Kind of we... a, uh, just kind of a spur off that of like how I, how I take it and how, how it similar to that. Um, I used to, cause I used to go to an old, um, before, before I was, uh, following the wrestling man show, I went to this other podcast and, um, I, I observed like stuff on YouTube of like, you know, people reviewing wrestling and all that stuff. And I, you know, I was around a certain group of people that were really critical of the product from whether it was WWE, TNA, the Indies, everything. It was all critiquing. Mm-hmm. And I, I just look at that and I, you know, I kind of felt bad for them because they don't see the, the they, they don't see the product for what it is. They, the critiquing just, the overanalyzation mm-hmm. really just spoils the product for you. And it, it's exactly. honestly, I think, a great waste of the stuff that they put on television that's honestly really good. And that's the thing that I'm very grateful for, for being on the Wrestling Mayhem show is that, you know, we there may be problems here and there, but there's always a bright side. There's always a silver lining to anything that you can see on TV. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's what I'm really happy about. All right. Definitely. Well, All right, guys, we gotta roll out of here. Yeah. Thank you very much. That, that, was a, that was a long tail on that conversation. Outro. <laughs> Almost yeah. Christmas. Go check us out. <laughs> hey, you know, you know what? what? We went long That's on the fine. awesome Whatever. cast. It's we the can... end of the year. There's no time late. Go check out DJ at DJ Lunchbox on Twitter, sir. Thank you for joining us on the uh, on the on the voice Skype here. 
It, uh, it has been my distinct pleasure and honor to serve with you gentlemen over the past year. Excellent. Uh, and, of course, Hot Wheels, Hot Wheels RWA on Twitter if you want to follow him. Great stuff. Great sound guy of wrestling events. Um, Thank you. Appreciate that. WrestleFan at WrestleFan2000. Uh, the Mad Mike, Mad Mike4883. Uh, Chachi, of and course. Sork. Yes. Sork. Sork. Coming in 2011, there will be a, uh, a new venture from Mad Mike Productions. Um, just be on the lookout. Not not yet, but hopefully launching very 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 soon. early 2011. Really, really guys, it's crisis soon. of infinite mics. Oh man, Chachi oh. says at Chachi he says oh, Chachi says dot net. I'm Sorgatron at Sorgatron. That was a laundry list. WrestlingMayhemShow.com at Mayhem Show, and of course, good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Four one two two zero six. WMS Zero. We're on YouTube. We're on Blip TV. Uh, we're now on Mediafly, which means we're on everything. everything. We if are you, taking we're on over your the internet. Touch. We're on your... Go to Mediafly.com. Seriously, go to Mediafly.com. Hit devices. Uh, <laughs> if it, we're not on that list, you need to buy a new device. Because there are, like, televisions... <laughs> There are, uh, you know, media players. There's stuff I've never heard of. The popcorn box, uh, boxy, Roku. You know, it's all there. Another venue uh, uh, for us, and we're going to start pimping that here in 2011 as well. Because I need to get some of these devices to figure out how it works. Right. Uh, on Android, we're it's climbing lot... in your Windows. We're snatching your MacBooks. Up. If you're on, <laughs> if you're on Android or Bl- or BlackBerry, it's a lot easier to get at our show. Much like the people on iTunes on the iPhone. Yep. You know, and actually, I prefer it on. Me- I've been listening to some podcasts on MediaFly, despite iTunes. So it's been it's been really cool to stream it from it there. Works. So it works really good. Yep. And Chachi says is on there too now. Uh, so it's it's fantastic. We got great stuff. We'll see you guys. Merry Christmas. One more song to Merry go Christmas. out. We'll see you guys next year. Merry, Merry, Christmas, Merry Christmas. And to all, a good night. On the first day of Christmas, Vincent Dixie gave to me the Miz Champ of WWE. On the second day of Christmas, Vincent Dixie gave to me two flawless divas and the Miz Champ of WWE. On the third day of Christmas, Vincent Dixie gave to me three beautiful people, two flawless divas and the Miz Champ of WWE. On the fourth day of Christmas, Vincent Dixie gave to me four NXT seasons, three beautiful people, two flawless divas, and the Miz Champ of WWE. On the fifth day of Christmas, Vincent Dixie gave to me five fortune members, four NXT seasons, three beautiful people, two flawless divas, and the Miz Champ of WWE. On the sixth day of Christmas, Vincent Dixie gave to me six kidnapping ninjas, five fortune members, four NXT seasons, three beautiful people, two flawless divas, and the Miz Champ of WWE. On the seventh day of Christmas, Vincent Dixie gave to me seven bear dummies, six kidnapping ninjas, five fortune members, four 
Galaxy Seasons 3, Beautiful People, 2, Flawless Divas, and The Miz Champ of WWE. On the eighth day of Christmas, Vincent Dixie gave to me HS Trials, Pushback 7, Bearer Dummy 6, Kidnapping Ninjas 5, Fortune Members, 4 XC Seasons, 3, Beautiful People, 2, Flawless Divas, and The Miz Champ of WWE. On the ninth day of Christmas, Vincent Dixie gave to me 9 Booker Swerving, HS Trials, Pushback 7, Bearer Dummy 6, Kidnapping Ninjas 5, Fortune Members, 4 NXT Seasons, 3 Beautiful People, 2 Flawless Divas, and The Miz Champ of WWE. On the 10th day of Christmas, Vincent Dixie gave to me 10 Cena Fans Crying, 9 Booker Swerving, 8 Jeff Trials, Pushback 7 Bearer Dummies, 6 Kidnapping Ninjas, 5 Fortune Members, 4 NXT Seasons, 3 Beautiful People, 2 Flawless Divas, and The Miz Champ of WWE. On the 11th day of Christmas, Vincent Dixie gave to me 11 Nexus Members, 6 Cena Fans Crying, 9 Booker Swerving, 8 Jeff Trials, Pushback, 7 Bearer Dummies, 6 Kidnapping Ninjas, 5 Fortune Members, 4 XC Seasons, 3 Beautiful People, 2 Flawless Divas, and The Miz Champ of WWE. On the 12th day of Christmas, Vincent Dixie gave to me 12 pay-per-views, 11 Nexus members, 10 Cena fans crying, 9 Bookers swerving, 8 Jeff Charles, Pussman, 7 Bearer Dummies, 6 Kidnapping Ninjas, 5 Fortune Members, 4 XC Seasons, 3 Beautiful People, 2 Flawless Divas, and an awesome champ for WWE. Thank you for listening to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Please subscribe to our iTunes streams and blog at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Email us at GoodTimes at WrestlingMayhemShow.com or call us with any comments at 412-206-WMS0. We love to hear from our fans and who knows, maybe you'll make it onto the show. The Wrestling Mayhem Show was recorded live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in front of a live internet audience, and is a production of Sorgatron Media. You can be part of the show as we record live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on TalkShoe.com and Eastern.tv.